When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So before we get started, I have to shout out one of the sponsors of this podcast, and that's Disney+. Plus. Now, by now, most of you guys should know what Disney Plus is. It's the home of brands like Marvel, Pixar, Disney, National Geographic, and many, many other brands. And you should be catching up on shows of theirs. I love Loki, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, The Mandalorian, WandaVision. These are all great shows brought to you by Disney+. And if you're not checking them out, you should definitely go and check them out and tell them hey, sent you. Peace. What's going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Awakened Soul. I'm the host here, Hayes. And on today's episode, we're going to be diving into why you got to stop letting motherfuckers get you messed up. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to break it all down in the main discussion topic. But before we get into that, you know what we got to do? We got to jump into my dark and twisted, crazy ass mind. But first, we got to get into that intro. The following is a Breaks Media podcast. We're now listening to the best podcast in the world, The Awakened Soul, hosted by my daddy. Welcome to the opening segment of the podcast where we talk about things that are kind of just generally on my mind. And one of the things and topics is I, got, I know you guys have been seeing and watching the kind of all the craziness going on with like the Jada Pickett Smith, Will Smith thing. And so like while we got wars and things going on, and we'll dive into that. Like I want to just talk about this and like just kind of how my thoughts sit on it right now. Right. And so, you know, in looking at this and just watching how things have been going with this topic and the subject and how Jada's just been going on like this just tour. And yeah, she has a book out. And the thing that it really just makes me think about is like how people really exploit their lives and things that are going on with their lives to like to, to for when they have like these book tours. And, you know, it all kicked off with Jada Pinker revealing that, like, for the mo- most part, her and Will Smith have been separating now what, since 2016, 17. It's been years. And the thing that to me is especially somebody who sits behind the mic. Um, and, you know, when I do the Awaken Soul podcast, I talk about things that are deep and like going on in life and things. It's just, I just look at this and while it, I'm not anyone to judge, right? Let's be clear. The only people that could judge what's going on with her and Will Smith are her and Will Smith and God, right? But ultimately, I feel like you. she's taking now this angle of, you know, talking about Tupac and talking about Will Smith and and, and all this where it could have been something that people could relate, relate to. Like Jada and Will have talked so much and used their marriage so much as they want to be things and they want to show people how marriage can work and the difficulty of going through it and things like that. And like, all this false sense of like openness and things like that. And rather than talk about the thing that like, okay, well, listen, we've been misleading America. Not that, you know, that America has any right to know what's going on with your marriage or anything like that. But like, 
if you're going to put us in it, which most people, they're fi- we're fine staying out of your business. But, like, if you're going to put people in it, talk about the fact of, like, how you've grown from it. Like, why you made the decision like, to sit there on the red table talking, you know, especially with the August situation and things like that, and not even use that then to be completely open. And I feel like people have now, like, of course, it's being used for jokes. And, you know, even Will Smith, like, in his posts and things have, have, have kind of made fun of it and made light of it. And that's all fine and dandy. But, like, it's just getting into this place where I feel like looking at this, and especially, like, her talking about, oh, when Suge brought me Jay, uh, Tupac's ashes and all this type of thing, it's like you're now sitting here using your life in real people's situation and, and, and things that they've gone through now to, to, to push forward this book. And that's what's the disgusting part of it to me. And, again, this is my personal opinion. I know everyone's not going to share this opinion, and that's perfectly fine. I don't expect everyone to. But when you sit there and you've used now your platform and use this whole thing of you want to be this 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 example to couples and how it takes work and all of this and and basically it's just all been a lie, right? You've been living separate lives, which is perfectly fine. Like I said, no one's there to judge your marriage or judge what you've been through, but you are now using that to push forward and and on this marketing campaign for this book. And I don't know if I'll read the book or not. Her, you know, Will's already had his book that's come out. I may uh, read both of them, her, his and Jada's book, kind of. Just, I like reading, so it is what it is there. But, like, I really just look at this whole thing, and it's like, this is what media has come to. And this is what we allow, like, these celebrities to do. And not say that I or anyone else should. And this is the perfect example of why you should not allow these celebrities' marriages or these facades of a marriage to really dictate what you think your relationship should be or look at or hold it against. Because, honestly, usually it's a lot of bullshit. And that's what we've seen in this. And that's what I think this has really came home and told and just really, you know, showed to me that this is a, just a lot of bullshit from an unhealthy person, people in this. And, you know, it is what it is. We all have our things that we struggle with. We all have our things that we aren't the best at or we un, are unhealthy about. But like, it's just at the end of the day, this whole saga with Jada Pickett and, you know, unleashing things and uh, releasing things about her and Will's marriage to me, just it just seems like a bunch of fluff and bullshit. And in a time where you want to be real, you know, the red table talk got canceled and everything like that. It's just, it's just silly. It really is just silly. And it's like, you have now included the world in something that, Hey, we don't even, most people don't care about it. If they do, it's just, you know, for the salaciousness of it. And now she's going on like every podcast that will have her on, you know, she's either talking about Will or talking about Tupac. And it's like, how, how, how disgusting that is to a degree, right? And like I said, I tried to talk about this from the least judgmental place possible, but sometimes you got to be a little judgmental. Sometimes you got to look at somebody and be like, you're on bullshit. And that's what this is. This is a ton of grade A bullshit. And Jada Pickett Smith, it, like, and not to say that she's just the problem, because I'm sure Will did his shit. You remember the Margot Robbie picks that came out? I'm sure that that man blew her back out and shout out to him if he did so because whatever they got going on in their marriages whatever the fuck they got going on in their marriage but i just look at it as just honestly being disgusting to a degree like the way that jada pickett smith is using this now for her book tour for this media rush to get this book out and like i said you're bringing in tupac in it you're bringing your kids in it like it's just it it it, it just shows such a lack of awareness from somebody whose whole brand over the last handful of years has been let's bring it to the table Let's talk about it on the red table. Let's bring openness. We need healing. Like all this, this phrase and shit that she talks about. And that's why a lot of this shit is just utter bullshit. And I think when we realize that as a community and as like, like take the celebrity shit for what it is, like they have whole entire things that we will never see. We should never see right until it's time to make a buck off of it. And 
you know, that's the, the craziest thing. You want to be this shining example for couples and how to work through it and all this. And you're using now whatever's going on with your marriage, whatever's going on in your personal life for bullshit, right? And so even her saying to the point of like, oh, I want to make sure it never gets to the point of divorce. Why? Why? Especially when you're doing all this, especially when you both are carrying on relationships, whatever it is. And yeah, it's always been that undertone and rumors of what Will and, and Jada have going on or what they've done in their marriage. And, you know, all that stuff, that, that kind of comes with the territory of being celebrities and things like that. But it's like, at this point, it just has gotten now to the point where it's just utterly silly and it's disgusting and it's stupid, Right. It just, that's what I really just look at this at. It's not to stand on a high horse or anything like that, but this shit is just fucking stupid. That's the way that I view it, at least. You guys can let me know what you guys think on it. As always, you know I'll tell you the places where you can get in your thoughts, comments, and concerns and on it to me at. But, hey, that's my thought. That's in the mind of Hayes segment. I just wanted to get that off my chest because I'm just I'm tired of seeing it. And while I have fun with memes on it, and Lord knows, black Twitter and Twitter in general, like, we have fun with it and it's going to turn into a meme, turn into whatever it is. It's fun, right? The graphics, all that stuff, the shorts, all that stuff has been hilarious. But when it comes down to it, it's like, just leave us the fuck out of it. And that's really all that it takes. That's all that it takes, in my opinion. But all right, enough of my dark and twisted crazy ass mind, man. I appreciate you guys for sitting through that one. Next up, we're going to get into the main discussion topic. And the main discussion topic on today's episode is why you have to stop being afraid to look at yourself. Sometimes the biggest person that owes you an apology is the apology you owe to yourself. We're going to talk about that all and more. I'm going to break that down right after this. All right, beautiful people, welcome to the main discussion topic today. And so if you guys follow me on social media, you guys probably would have saw about a couple of weeks ago, I think at this point, I had a, a clip that kind of popped off in which I talked about how you know, it's okay to let people miss out on you, right? I said that a little bit more frankly, but it kind of spurned this thought, right? And the idea that I'm going to take to turn into the main discussion topic today. And so it's, it's, and you know, I always, one thing that I always try to preach here and talk about here on the Awakened Soul is the importance of, you know, holding yourself accountable, right? And so while in that clip I talked about, it's okay to let people mess, miss out on you. And by that, I mean the sense that like a lot of people, they fight, they cause themselves strife, uh, uh, stress, whatever it is, by trying to uh, make sure that somebody understands the value that they hold, right? They will overextend themselves. They will deplete themselves. They will do all these things just in the hopes that somebody's going to recognize their worth. And I think that's something that everybody to to lesser degrees or, you know, varying degrees really has done in, at parts of their life if they're being 100% honest, right? Is that we've all of us have tried to make sure that somebody understands the value that we have, the value that we could bring to them, the value you know, that, 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 that really just having us around brings them. That's whether it be in relationships, whether friendships, whether professionally, whatever, right? We are always in this place of trying to make sure that somebody understands our value. And I think that, you know, sometimes that can deplete us. But like I said, I want to I take that thought. I want to take a little bit further as well. I think that we have to hold ourselves accountable for why we make people think it's okay to have us fucked up. Right. And that and that's what it is. You have to at some point ask yourself, what is it that you're doing? What is it that you're that you're doing that e either if it's a one off, if it's continually if it's something that you notice happens over course of times with multiple relationships. Like I said, this is not just about romantic relationships or anything like that. But if something that you've noticed happens over, it's like, kind of like an ongoing theme in your life is that you got to realize and take accountability that there is something that you are doing then that is making people feel like it's OK to have you fucked up, right? And that's just the, the basis of it. Like I said, I'm just being 
quite blunt with this. And and so, you know, in doing that, you really have to evaluate your your choices, right? And so much like in the same sense that you don't want anybody to think, or you, it, it's okay to make people feel like, hey, they're missing out on something. Like, let them realize that down the way, right? But you also have to hold yourself in such a regard and be, and this is the thing, this is not to eliminate the need for personal awareness or self-awareness or anything like that, having personal responsibility over your actions. This is not to say you can just go around, treat anybody any kind of way and say, well, hey, I'm not going to let a motherfucker got me fucked up. No, that's not what I'm saying in this, but I'm saying that in evaluating, it's easy to always blame the other person. It's always easy to look at what the other party is doing or has done and say, hey, this is them, right? This is them. That's them. They got it fucked up. Uh, they, they're messed up people. But you also have to ask yourself and, and firmly evaluate what it is that you're doing that allows people to think that you are somebody that they can have fucked up, right? That this period, that they that that you are somebody to be played with, that you are somebody that that they can come into your life, do whatever they can, exit out, come back when they want to, whatever it is. You got to start asking and asking yourself the tough questions and evaluating why you are allowing this to happen to you. Why are the people that are coming in and out of your life, they have that similar traits and you know, something that I said and you know, kind of before I introduced this is that sometimes the biggest apology that anyone can owe you anyone can owe you is the apology that you owe yourself and to do that to truly apologize to yourself you have to really evaluate and be you know honest with where you are and what you are doing to 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 you know to give off any of these type of energies to not hold yourself personally accountable to not cut people off you have to be so protective over your own personal space peace mental health or whatever is that you are willing to cut off anybody if it means that they are affecting that that does not mean you don't communicate and say hey what you're doing here is doing this and let them know if this continues i'm going to have to distance myself it doesn't mean that it has to be this negative thing it doesn't mean that it has to be this thing where it's like oh no fuck you motherfucker i'm gonna be out because xyz no it's okay and it, and it brings a sense of like like i said awareness as well as when you could just come to something and be like this is what I'm noticing. This is how it's affecting me. This is what I'm going to have to do to stop this effect on me. And that's not on you. It is not your personal space, your personal uh, accomplishments, your personal uh, uh, pride, your personal enjoyment, like your own self-awareness and, and your happiness is all. Nobody owes you anything for your happiness if you're not giving it to yourself first. And that is something that I think as people, we don't always want to hold ourselves ultimately accountable, right? I have this saying, and I've said this before, the only person in my life that is responsible for my happiness is me. And then to a bigger extent than that is God. Those are the only two things that not my kids, not my loved ones, not my parents, not my sisters, not anybody. Nobody is accountable for my happiness except me. And when you realize that, and you stop holding on to what other people are doing or not, it, it allows you more freedom to cut motherfuckers off when needed. And anybody who threatens it, the way that it was explained to me, and uh, we, this may be an over-explanation or not, like, it's, it's, you have to protect your happiness. It's like a castle. Every time you let somebody in, you're letting down the drawbridge to your castle. You are allowing them to come into your sanctimony, your, your, whatever it is, right? You're allowing them to come into it, your tabernacle, as it will. And when you are letting down that drawbridge to let them in, right, you, you are then responsible for how long you allow them to stay in that space and not removing them if they're causing harm and damage to that spot. So while it's easy, it's always easy to blame the other party. It's always easy to look 
at what the other person has done to you, to anyone else. It's always easy to look at the other person and say, this is what you did. This is what happened. You got to get out. And I blame you for this. It's and, and you still need to do that, right? This is not to say that other people don't need to be held accountable for their actions at all, because it's, that's not what I'm saying here. But you also have to hold yourself accountable to why'd you allow the person to stay around as long as they did? Why didn't you cut them off? Why do they still have access to you, right? And when people have you fucked up, to just be quite frank, it's your responsibility to, to make them aware, set your tone, set your boundaries. And then at that point in time, if they aren't respectful of that, they don't, re, re, they don't deserve the same access to you as what they had before as if they even deserve to have access at all at that point in time. So you have to start self-evaluating. And so like I said, the biggest apology sometimes is you owe is the uh, that you're old is the apology that you owe yourself, and that is to apologize to yourself for staying in the wrong relationships, right? That's to apologize yourself for being around the wrong group of people. That's to apologize for yourself for looking for acceptance in the wrong places. Whatever that is, you have to hold yourself accountable. And the only person that's truly in this world responsible for your happiness is you. The only person responsible for your mental health is you. The only person responsible for your self-awareness is you. You cannot continue to blame other people for their actions. At some point, you have to stand up and be willing to stand on your own too in such a way that it eliminates people or you start making people eliminate themselves being around you in your space. You should be such a, a person that is so intentful about your, your peace that when people start disturbing it, they don't even have to question it because you've now already you set those boundaries or you remove them and let them look at a place later down the road of, hey, this is where we are. This is what happened. The reason why I'm no longer around Hayes is because, listen, Hayes didn't vibe with what I did. And, and you have to be safe in that. We hold on to so much things, so much things that are causing our, our own hurt out of a sense of loyalty, out of a sense of pride, out of a sense of thinking that we are doing the right thing for them while also doing the wrong things to ourselves. And that is the thing that will help you start getting to a place of just being so more mentally clear and free that you're able to remove yourself. The biggest apologies are the ones that you owe yourself. And so when you really take a, a step back and review the thing, the, the biggest relationship or hurt, right? Whether it is even you owing yourself the apology and saying, hey, I should have never even been with that person, right? They did what they did. That's all their fault of what they did in the relationship. But listen, the personal responsibility that I have is that I held on to it. The personal responsibility that I have is that I stayed in it, right? And they showed me who they were. And I decided to stay around regardless of why that is. And I will never judge anybody for staying around friendships or whatever else it is, because we all have ties. And especially if it's like a true deep friendship, whether it's been when it's been forged through either trauma bonding or going through shit or friendship or good times, whatever it is, at some point in time, some of those relationships no longer serve you. And you have to start asking yourself at that time, like, why am I holding on to it? Am I holding on to whatever it was because of what we were and that we are no longer that? Or am I holding on to it because of some other sense of whatever else it is? And so, I, I, and that's something that you really got to sit back and you got to analyze. And that's your own personal journey. I can't give you a, a blueprint on why or how everything can go the same or similar ways. But it really does come down to it is that you have to really evaluate and look at yourself. Look at your own choices. Look at the way that you've dealt with situations, the situations you've kept yourself in or whatever it is. And realize, hey, it's okay. Right. It's OK. And I got to I owe myself apology. I have to give and extend myself grace. Right. To be able to grow from it, to be able to evolve, to be able to change. You have to give yourself grace in your 
any because it, it's a constant state of evolution that we could that we should stay in whether it's evolving physically mentally emotionally whatever it is the moment that you stay stagnant in something and i can't i can't stress enough how many people think that st- confuse stagnation with consistency and, and 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 that is the the i may have to do that as its own topic at some point on the awaken so stop confusing consistency with stagnation some people like uh, feel comfortable in stagnation because they have they they now know what to expect they know what's going to come day in and day out and really all they've done is become stagnant in a day-to-day life and they're going to look back in 10 years and wonder why they don't have the experiences of other people or haven't gone through xyz or haven't done this didn't missed out on this thing that they've gone through and it's all because you stayed in stagnation and confused that with consistency but that like i said that's a story for another day that's one of my high horse topics that i'll let die down for now but best believe we're going to be back on it at some point in time but i just think that for me right and invite and like i said that clip of having that kind of pop off and talk about like it's okay right to, to bring it all back home it's okay to allow people to miss out on you right it's okay to allow people to miss out on the person that you are as long as you are a good person you're doing the right things you're going to make mistakes and some people will constantly use your past against you to keep you in a place that they feel comfortable with you being on. Oh, well, you remember when you used to do that? You remember where you used to do that? Yeah. But the difference is, is I remember when I used to do it and you keep trying to remind me of when I did it because you're still in that same place. Do not let people use your past, right? To use your past to dictate who you are now. If somebody is so concerned and focused on who you were, that means they're already missing out on who you currently are because hopefully you're no longer that 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 same person. So you got to go through your growth. You got to let people miss out on you. You got to feel comfortable to apologize for yourself. But you also have to realize that a lot of the times in the place that you are and the place that you are currently in, sometimes it's your own doing. And that's OK. That's not to sit there and say you're a horrible person because of it or you're missing out. Like we all go through that. We all go through those things and those moments and those times, but ultimately really just comes down to that one simple, single thought. Apologize to yourself. Allow people to miss out on you, whatever it is, right? Give yourself that grace. Give yourself that apology for having yourself fucked up. But I want all my people to understand right here, right now, stop letting people think it's okay to have you fucked up. That's just it. That is what it is, right? And that's not to say that you have to has to get to the point where you're having this blow up or anything. But tell people, listen, I want you to pick one person. If you listen to this, if you're under the sound of my voice and you're listening to this episode, I want you to realize one person that got you fucked up, whatever it is, whether it's even yourself, whether it's your job, whatever it is. Right. And if it's your job, you got to come a little bit more sensitive than the thing I'm going to tell you. But today I want you to reach out to somebody and tell them, listen, you got me fucked up. Right. And I'm telling you this in love. You got me fucked up. And it's how we can correct. And if you can't get with that, then you got to get out. And that's really what it boils down to. You got to own your own happiness. There's nobody that has a responsibility over your happiness other than you. And that means I don't care if it's your spouse. I don't care if it's your mother, the person who birthed you. I don't care who it is. Nobody is responsible for your happiness but you. That's it. And when you realize that, when you get into that place of realizing that your happiness is 110% unequivocally on you it frees you right because it frees you from the bonds of worrying about what other people are doing it frees you from the bonds of feeling like you got to stay attached to people it frees you from the bonds of feeling like you got to stay attached to someone else thinking that hey eventually they're going to get to a place of making me happy nobody else can make you happy but you 
That's it. That's what it boils down to. And like I said, I'm not talking about relate uh, romantic relationships. I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about professionally. I'm talking about friend-wise. I'm talking about platonic relationships. I'm talking about everything that you do in your life, right? Everything that connects you to somebody else, it is not that person's responsibility to make you happy. And once you realize that, it's freeing, right? Once you realize that you stop worrying about so much what the other person is doing and does not, and you worry about what you're doing to help to keep yourself happy. Now, toxic motherfuckers that are listening to this, I need you to take 10 steps back and realize I'm not talking about your toxicity. If you are happy in toxicity, you need a whole different level of help than what I can provide you here at The Awakened Soul. You need to go to talk to a mental health uh, professional and Jesus. Hey, that's the two things that you need to talk to at that point in time because I can't help you. This advice ain't going to help you if you're in that narcissistic mind state where you just don't understand anybody else but you, right? But like, ultimately is this, like, you got to stop blaming other people and start blaming yourself for why you're you're unhappy. And once you start blaming yourself, you'll start removing those things from yourself that are keeping you in that state of being unhappiness, keeping you in that state of self-doubt, keeping you in that state of, like I said, trauma bonding, whatever else it is, you got to move on. And once those things happen, hopefully we can start having some some breakthroughs and things like that. But hey, that's what was on my mind today. I just wanted to talk to you guys about it. You can let me know what you guys think on all that uh, as well. Always in the comment section. I'll tell you guys how to leave that. Uh, but thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of The Awakened Soul. If you want to leave us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, theawakensoulpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail that I'll play on the episode, the number to do so is 614-547-2039. We are uh, the best place for everything black culture, mental health, and everything related. And we are getting back on track here around The Awakened Soul. So thank you guys so much for being the best part of my day as well. And hopefully, hopefully somebody got caught their breakthrough on today's episode. But hey, make sure you guys are also following us at Awakened Soul Pod or at The Awakened Soul Pod, depending on where you're looking for us at. I love you guys, man, with all my heart, like I like to end every episode on. And I'll see you guys right back here next week. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.